Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. I'm reading all of the follow-up coverage to the Massachusetts Air National Guardsman now believed to be behind that massive leak. Washington Post headline. He's from a patriotic family and allegedly leaked U.S. secrets. And the more that I read, the more that I think about my guest. Uh, quote, one friend described him in an interview as patriotic, devout Catholic and libertarian with an interest in guns and doubts about America's future. The friend said that he met him before 2020 on a Discord server mainly focused on guns and libertarian politics, bonded over their shared interest in Glock handguns and Catholicism. Later, the friend joined the new Discord server Texera started calling Thug Shaker Central, which became the home to a group of about two dozen people, including many teenagers. The friend described him as a pretty normal guy. He had a slight temper. Further along in the Washington Post story, around half of the server's members were kids in their basement playing video games, while the other half were gun enthusiasts, said the friend. Recent claims by others who were on the server that some of its members were Russian and Ukrainian, pure fabrication, according to this individual. Further along in the story of the Washington Post, other members of his server have showed the post a video of the man shouting racist and anti-Semitic slurs before firing a rifle and said that he referenced government raids at Ruby Ridge in Idaho and Waco, Texas, events that have deep resonance among right-wing anti-government extremists. The name of the Discord server itself derives from a meme taken from a gay porn video often used for its shock value and laughs. One more, if I might, from the New York Times coverage, again, about what's the backstory here, what was going on. Quote, in interviews, the members of Thug Shaker Central said their group had started out as a place where young men and teenage boys could gather amid the isolation of the pandemic to bond over their love of guns, share memes, sometimes racist ones, and play war-gamed videos. 
I keep thinking of Scott Galloway. Scott Galloway is the professor of marketing at the NYU Stern School of Business. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's the host of the Professor G podcast. He's the author of multiple best-selling books, most recently Adrift, America in 100 Charts. In December of 2021, Scott was my guest on CNN. Our subject, Failing Young Men, something that he said really struck a chord. But the issue is when you have a group of men, the lower half of attractiveness of men and online dating, which has doubled now, it's about half of relationships and the top 20 percent of men in terms of attractiveness get about 60 percent of the interest. You end up with a group of men that are more prone to conspiracy theory, more prone to misogynistic content, more prone to believe not believe in climate change. So these this is the American story. If it's written with a pen whose ink is failing young men, does does not end well. This is an existential crisis, failing young men. I had a follow-up conversation with Scott in February of this year. That conversation has more than a million views on YouTube. Clearly, people are interested in his perspective on this. Professor G, I know I'm tracking you down in Japan. I'm so appreciative that you're here. From a distance, what are you seeing in the case that I'm describing? Uh, always good to be with you, Michael, and, and uh, happy birthday, 10 years. Where does the Thank time you. go? Um, look, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to fall into the trap of some of what I'll refer to as the venture catastrophists who immediately heard about the stabbing in San Francisco and assigned it to an increase in crime rates in San Francisco. And my kind of initial thoughts were, this is yet another example of a young man who wasn't attaching to anything. But the reality is it's more nuanced than that, because when you look at the young man's background, he did have purpose. He came from a military family. He graduated from high school. He got formal training in his job. And as weird as, you know, as much of a rabbit hole and kind of strange behavior as him and his friends were going down, the reality is he did have friends. The, the the issues here, I think, that warrant further conversation is that the digital version of almost anything, whether it's dating, whether it's discussions around religion or nationalism, are just a far inferior vehicle than their offline component. If he'd had these conversations at church, somebody would have intervened. If he'd been at a gun range and started screaming out anti-Semitic tropes before firing a gun, Somebody would have likely intervened and said, you can't do that here. The the online component of this uh, that lets this behavior kind of run unchecked, I think, is a more interesting conversation. And obviously, the, the first order conversation will be how will a, a young man who could only drink for six months had access uh, to this type of information. But, you know, as much as much as I'm looking for confirmation bias, I don't think this can be immediately put at the feet of failing young men. A question that I'm wondering that I've not seen reported, whether any of the individuals in this online conversation ever actually met. Because it's, you know, to your point about in-person versus what gets said across a, a transom or an Ethernet line, uh, it's a much, much harder thing to police when it's all individuals touching send on their keyboards. So, so that you're zeroing on kind of the correct issue here, and that is 
there's no friction to slow people down and get them to do what Daniel Kahneman would refer to as their slow thinking, to be more considered. When someone gets an email from a venture capitalist saying, saying Silicon Valley Bank is failing, get your money out, they can both receive that email and transfer their money out within a matter of minutes. And in this instance, confidential documents that compromise national security can be distributed everywhere in an instant and an individual, a young man without great judgment can just do a lot more damage. Now, I would argue that the conversation we should be having is that should there be carve outs to 230 that shields these platforms from all liability based on the content posts on these platforms, should there be carve outs on national defense, just as there are carve outs for sex trafficking? Because if, 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 a large language model can string together a Seinfeld episode uh, written uh, in, the, in the voice of William Shakespeare, then we have the technology to figure out images and wording that seems to be of confidential uh, security documents. And these platforms will consistently say that this is impossible, but what it is is it's possible. It's just, it would just damage their profitable. We're talking about the realm of the profitable, not the possible. So I think the platforms have questions to answer here. I think we all need to be more cognizant of how our young men are spending their time online and the lack of safeguards there. And also just whether or not we can create more offline environments similar to when you and I grew up involving more socialization such that quite frankly, they're just more guardrails. So something doesn't go, they don't set new land speed records from going from zero to something really awful, really fast. Section 230, those 26 words that provided platforms with a liability shield, unlike that which extends or doesn't extend to a newspaper or a television or, or a radio outlet. So you're wondering whether there needs to be a liability exception if you breach national security. Well, the, these, these platforms can can determine when you're at a Beyonce concert and serve you an ad for her most recent album. They can figure out if there's dust on your, your, your screen. And to believe that they couldn't figure out with this amount of data, they couldn't have large language models and AI systems figuring out when there is sensitive, potentially sensitive national security uh, information on their platform that would then be flagged and require human intervention. I have no doubt it would be difficult. I have no doubt it would reduce their profits. But be clear, it is possible. And these platforms have been hiding behind these, um, you know, wrapping themselves in the flag of free speech and claiming that it would be technically impossible, which is just not true. And when you see the lack of friction and you see the access that some people have, I mean, the access picture here, it's, it's quite interesting. It started at 9-11, and what we found is all our security apparatus weren't sharing information, so they loosened restrictions such that people could share this type of information across agencies. And this is actually an example of where that has gone wrong. But I think that these platforms should absolutely be liable for these types of national security threats. And the first person, the first platform that is shut down or severely fined you're going to find they become remarkably innovative, remarkably fast at ensuring this type of content is flagged and ultimately taken down. I want to go back for a moment to the, the issues with young men. And I get it that you're saying he might not be the prototype of what you've addressed previously because he had purpose in his life and too many are untethered, unattached and don't have purpose. 
nevertheless, an aspect that occurs to me about this case is the self-sorting. These individuals, two dozen or so of them, united by guns, united by gear, united by God, are easily able to find one another via the Internet. If we were in a pre-Internet era, they'd be out there, they'd possess their thoughts, but they'd have hard a time finding one another. The Internet makes it very easy if you if you want to talk about macrame and find someone in Ukraine who shares your avocation. You can do that. I guess that's a good thing. But also when people have sinister motives, they can find one another as well. Yeah, the long tail of the Internet has some real upsides. You know, parents of children with rare diseases can find each other online and and, and share resources and share you know, share empathy with one another. But it also brings together groups that might find nationalism and also gives the opportunity for bad actors to interject themselves and perhaps feed content that um, inflames these individuals, makes them feel a little bit worse about America. And I realize what I'm about to say is paranoid, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'm wrong. If I were uh, the GRU or the CCP, I would be monitoring these types of boards and I would be consistently injecting content that made these individuals more dangerous and feel a little bit worse about America every day. I don't think it would be that difficult in an unregulated atmosphere with young men who are very impressionable, maybe feel a little bit ignored uh, for certain types of content to be seeded that makes the next generation of military, civic, nonprofit, and business leaders feel a little bit worse about America every day. Right. And, I mean, the report is that he was he had concerns about Ruby Ridge and Waco and may have believed that the Buffalo supermarket shooting was something that the feds had advanced notice of. So there are a lot of problematic signs, not the least of which is the report of anti-Semitism and racist memes. I figure, Professor G, we're about a day from seeing some of that spill into the public domain. What were they looking at? What were they circulating? Why is there there an attraction among some of these online groups toward those uh, ultra-nationalist causes and racism? Well, okay, so some of it among young men, I don't want to say it's healthy, but it's a natural process of growing up, getting out loud some of these things you're thinking, and then quite frankly, finding out what the boundaries are of of normal societal productive behavior. The problem is online, you you run into those boundaries or those guardrails uh, a lot later, if not ever. So let's just take their interests, guns, church, nationalism, Uh, and their friends, each other, if they had gotten together in a room, if they had gotten together at a softball league, if they had gotten together at church, if they had gotten together at a gun range, if if there were parents involved in any of these chat rooms, would this have happened? Or would it have gotten this out of control? And what we have is just, like I said, this zero to very ugly, very fast with these online platforms and individuals who can find each other. And again, bad actors who can weigh in and foment this type of, you know, really ugly behavior. I mean, this is an individual who will likely may never see the sunshine again. He may be in the basement of a supermax federal prison the rest of his life. And I bet we're going to find out that this was an individual who just incrementally made a series of bad decisions and found himself 
I mean, th- this stuff is heartbreaking. You have sons, Michael. You saw the kid when he was arrested. He was outside the porch of his mother's home reading a book. Yep. He, he, he wanted to serve his country. He wanted social status. He felt like he was giving his friends um, uh, some insight. These, these young men found each other during COVID where they felt isolated. So this, I mean, you just read this story and you don't feel, you don't feel angry. You feel upset. It's just, it's part of a, a growing, uh, a, a growing problem in America where we are not connecting outside of our computers or our devices. We're not looking out for each other. We're not, a, you know, one in seven men no longer have a friendship. The number of uh, a single friend, the number of young people who see their friends every day has been cut in half in 10 years. And it all circles back to the same thing. The digital version of anything is an inferior analog to its offline uh, counterpart. I promise I'll let you go in just one moment, but I wanted to pursue exactly what you just said. My hunch is that among the two dozen who were a part of this conversation, Thug, Shaker Central, including the key guy, I'll bet none were in relationships. I mean with members of the opposite sex or anyone else for that matter. Michael, every, every man has been a better man after they get into a relationship. Put on a shirt, blow dry your hair, get a job, stop smoking pot every night. If you want to continue to have a relationship, if you want to continue to have sex with me. These are very motivating features for a young man in a relationship, not even necessarily a romantic relationship, but a strong relationship with people you respect offline, but specifically the promise of a romantic relationship is a tremendous motivator and sets up really important guardrails for young men. And unfortunately, what we see is that fewer and fewer men because of online dating have the opportunity, even the remote opportunity of establishing something resembling a romantic relationship. Two thirds of men under the age of 30 uh, are not dating anybody. It's only one third of women. Women are going older and they're going for men who are more economically and financially viable, which leaves younger men with fewer prospects and fewer guardrails and a lot more situations like this where those guardrails aren't apparent. I've already ordered a transcript of this conversation. I've just said to my colleague, I have to go reread what Scott just told me because it's brilliant. I wish you all good things. Safe travels home. Thank you for allowing me to intrude on your day. Thanks for your good work, Michael. Scott Galloway is the host of the Professor G podcast. If you want more of Scott, listen to that podcast. Read his brand new book. It's called Adrift. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. 
Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Gang, there's so much fodder to discuss, especially the last part about the lack of relationships and that which is trying to be created online digitally, which is a weak imitation of the real thing. No guardrails. I love the way he said this. No guardrails exist in that Internet world. If they'd been together, if they if they talk about God, maybe if they'd been at church together, if they'd been in a bowling league together, someone would have perhaps reined it in. Online, it's just too easy to get out of control. No, I'm not a Luddite. Love the Internet. Uh, Franklin, greetings in Chicago, Illinois. You quickly wanted to say what in response to Professor Galloway? Good morning. Um, so I, I got the tell end, and I wanted to say that I don't believe that it's about being in a relationship. You know, for instance, I, I'm, I'm an identical twin, and my brother constantly has to be in a relationship, and I don't think he's any better for it, where it really has to do about knowing yourself, knowing your principles, knowing your values. And, you know, if I can use the phrase kids these days, uh, I don't think they are exposed to values and principles like maybe you or myself has, uh, and they're lost. Uh, and I think we have to do as a better culture or as a better society is to better that culture with our adolescents and our young kids. It's not about being with a partner. It's about understanding yourself. Right. That's important. Who could possibly dispute with the, the things that you've said? However, you got to have a friend. You, you got to have a, a buddy, uh, male, female, and too yeah. many, too many of them. The, the, the data that, that Scott cites, 
with which I'm familiar, is stunning information about how many are friendless. Peter, you're in Massachusetts. Quickly, please. What did you want to say? Yes, uh, Michael, I listened to uh, Professor Galloway, and I'm glad you have a transcript because you really need to go over this. Here's a guy who wants us to have sympathy that the perpetrator, that this traitor, this anti-Semitic racist, is going to spend the rest of his life in a prison. Well, he swore an oath to this country. He betrayed us. He betrayed us to our allies. He betrayed us to the troops on the ground. And we want to feel sympathy for this racist, this anti-Semite, that he's going to go to prison. Well, he should go to prison. And Peter, I don't have any sympathy for the guy. Peter, nobody, nobody asked you to have sympathy for him. Nobody asked you to have sympathy for him. It's more of a maybe tomorrow. I get it. You're hot about this. And for appropriate reasons, nobody's defending anti-Semitism. Nobody's defending racism. I'm having the day two conversation, which is what explains this and how many more like him might there be? And what exactly would attract young men in this country to gather together to talk about guns and gear and God, nothing wrong with any of that, except when it now goes to the next level. And if we don't have the conversation today and figure out, then certainly it's going to repeat itself. Tomorrow, you might be ready for the dialogue that I choose to have on this Friday. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius X. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required 
accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Here is a perspective that I really want to hear on all of this. Sarah Sweet. Sarah Sweet. 1995, she was attending Oklahoma State University when her father, Stephen Williams, was killed in the bombing of the Alfred Murrah building. It is Sarah Sweet who brought us to Oklahoma City to see the National Memorial. She's, I believe, a member of the Board of Trustees there and a really extraordinary person. So, Sarah, as you heard me talk with Professor Scott Galloway and reflect on the problems with young men as we were discussing it, what were you thinking? Well, thanks for taking my call, Michael. Um, I, yesterday I wanted to call. I was headed down to the Oklahoma City Memorial to speak to two different student groups, which I do fairly often and share my story. And, you know, I... It's frustrating because when I hear that in this year, 2023, there's a young man obsessed with Waco and and Ruby Ridge, his weapon, you know, um, you know, focused on weapons. It it terrifies me, and and it's it's very frustrating because I I just don't understand how this could still be, um, you know, in in. It, have these young people obsessing over this um it's you know this could have led to or i mean and, and you know who knows what's happened now with this type of of um you know leak um it, it's it's terrifying we always tell these young people and I, and I do i say if you see something say something if you have and i tell them timothy mcveigh had a had a couple people in his life who could have changed this who could have done something different and and they didn't and and i just don't know if that message is is being received especially when these kids can get online and go down a rabbit hole of god only knows what like like these folks did ruby ridge and waco same source of uh inspiration if that's the right way to say it for both mcveigh and nichols absolutely absolutely i mean mcveigh was at he went to waco yeah, so I guess it says to you what really has changed since 1995 if this is still what's used as fodder in now a much more sophisticated Internet. Well, exactly, and, and I think it's so much easier for people to to convene or, or what have you. Um, you know, and I guess there's a sense in which that some of the people on the platform um, told someone, but, but it's – and I'm just – sort of beginning to understand what happened, but it sounds like this information has been out for months, so they didn't do it in a timely manner. Um, you know, True. they and, and and maybe it's all make-believe. I mean, that's another thing. It, it wasn't, you know, maybe there's a fantasy element to it. I just, I don't know, but the, 
the reality is, is that, um, you know, it, it terrifies me that there could be more acts of domestic terrorism because, um, you know, we have gone for several years now um, in the in the early to 2000s up until probably 2020, I would say, where no one, it, it, we were frustrated here in Oklahoma because no one really knew our story and it wasn't being talked about. But now it's, I feel like I'm hearing it a lot and, and it's because of the concerns that are, you know, that people have about another Oklahoma City happening, um, which is, you know, it, it's just, it's very scary, and it's and it's very, very real. Um, that, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful, I'm so grateful that you reached out for me today. I hope your family's well, hope your daughter landed on her feet and everything's going in, in your direction. Well, thank you, and I, I just, I treasure my book with your, with your signature, and, um, and I have been thinking about TC so much, and so it's, I'm just, Love, I'm so oh, she's her, fine. She's well. fine. Sarah you're, Sarah, you're the best, my friend. You're just the, the most wonderful person. Thank she's, you. Sarah, she has had a very special Uber driver every day this week who has one more ride in his system. That would be the ride home today. <laughs> and and Michael would like everyone to know that he is a five-star Uber rating True. all the time. <laughs> there you go. Sarah, thank you. Wish you good things. Oh. And thank you so much for all that you do. I just love you both to pieces. Thank you. You're awfully nice. We love having you out there. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah's a special person. She is the most high-quality human being. I have to say it again. Uh, Not just if you're passing through Oklahoma. No, no, no. No. Make Make it a destination. The memorial and the museum that have been created are extraordinary. I mean, here we are celebrating 10 years. That day stands out. Yeah. Highlight. Highlight. Absolute highlight. I mean, sad in, in many, many ways, but uh, but a highlight. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.